$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Yo, what up, everybody? This is The God Show, and my name is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And my name is Tamara Smith, a.k.a. A Girl from Harlem. And we have some... This is a special show. This is actually, like, out of our flow. This is something that I want to do. We have a legend and some friends <laughs> who are also making moves. My big bro, I'll say to this, I, I remember when I saw all of this stuff going on with him, I called him, and I was like, bro got to talk to somebody in Atlanta that knows the importance of you. Because sometimes there are people who are going to hear you speak and not know what you are, mm-hmm. not know the importance mm-hmm. of you, not knowing how many people you and the group you was in and the team you was with raised. And he was like, I was like hoping I was going to have to convince him. I thought I was going to have to convince him. And before I could even get out, he said, Ray, let's do it. <laughs> 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 and then my brother, Newface, DM'd me. Sent me the videos and was like, yo, you see this? I was like, I've been seeing it. I talked to Gip. He said, you need him on the God Show. Now, I was like, I need you to call him too. He said yes to me, but I need you to call him. And if he does it, I want you on the show. So if you wonder what we're doing, and we have a new, uh, I ain't going to say a newcomer. I'm just meeting him, but this nigga got three Grammys, and this nigga produced for everybody, and he a hit writer. He got platinum records. And everybody, so I want everybody to give it up for Big Gip, James Worthy, and New Face. It's not going to be our typical kind of show. This is going to be a show where we're going to really just give the floor and the Gip, and we're going to talk about everything, and then we're going to get into the project with him and James. But this is going to be a fun debate, conversation. I'm just excited that Gip is here. So, Gip, have you been in the news lately? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and uh, yeah, I've been in the news <laughs> a little bit uh, for comments that I may have said and and rubbed a few people wrong. Well, a lot of people we wrong. We need to stand on it though. Yeah, but I'm gonna stand on it. Yeah, all all day because I mean it's knowledge behind the answers. So, and that's why Tamira, we wanted him here because when people see people talking, I don't even want to say shit, but telling their truth. People try to make it salacious. Like, and I'm like, if it's one person in the city of Atlanta, Ian, you know, if it's one person in the city of Atlanta has the best heart, oh. it's Gip. Oh. Nobody got a better heart than Gip in this city. A rapper, I don't give a fuck who you are. High, low, he gonna show you love. And I ain't talking about regular, I'm talking about like love. Like, you think, like, I thought Gip was my cousin. <laughs> nigga showed me so much love. I was like, nigga, I think we related, nigga. The way you treating me, nigga, like, fuck, I'm bad. And I'm talking about we met, we met in in the business terms, and he was like, Ray, baby, I need you. And I'm like, nigga, you know, <laughs> nigga, you know, y'all raised me. You know, I used to still take my aunt car and play fighting live from the Omni. You know, I used to play y'all shit. I can recite every word on Soulful album word for word. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, get man, I just know you don't have no. I know if you saying it, 
there got to be some reasons behind it. And that's mm -hmm. the point of this show. I wanted him to give his reasons, and we can disagree. And at the end of the day, we're going to laugh about it because who gives a fuck? Yeah. Get the legend, too. And that's yeah. what we're going to show. So... Let's get it, Tamir. You got any questions? Yeah, well, first of all, your opinion matters. A lot of people, they see clips on the internet and they see mm -hmm. men talking with mics and they think you're just talking just to talk, but you actually have a lot of history. And you, Like Ray said, you could stand on it. One of the things that I saw that you said that I wanted you just to elaborate and explain to me. So, Harlem's um, coming out. We've been looking. Harlem's coming out. <laughs> and of course, this is about New York. So one of the things you said was that like, if you weren't from New York, or a conscious rap group or rapper, you weren't going to be at the BET, uh, invited to BET events. You weren't going to be at the Social Board. So tell me a little bit about how you kind of broke into that scene and you weren't a conscious rapper all from New York, but still with all those places. I good I was conscious. Yeah, we are a conscious group. And I mean, the proof is that is our first single that we dropped out into public, which was Cell Therapy, I was banned from MTV and I was called a racist. So I've, I've been blackballed since the first time I walked into the door I know that's of the right. music business. Wow. I so how do you know even that. overcome stuff like that? I mean, you overcome it by just being fighting it with truth. Mm. You know, even though they banned us at the time, we turned out the next the next thing we know, we get a call from Harvard University. They asked us to come and speak to their students about this song Cell Therapy. So we knew that we were getting banned by MTV and blackball, but at the same time, people that was in higher educational institutions wanted us to come and talk about this song called Cell Therapy, which as we know, we just lived in a pandemic. So Cell Therapy became the real deal Holyfield 25 years later after the song was made. When we first made the song, people didn't even understand the song, but we, we got the concept from reading a book called Behold a Pale Horse where it talked wow. about the future oh, and where we would end up. And we talked about, in those times, there were no cameras. There were not cameras on every block. There were not different helicopters and a lot of things that was going on. So we depicted that the, the how the world would be 20 years before it actually happened. And when, the, and, when we had, and when we had the pandemic, that was the first time that all over the world, people went on the internet to research what are we in and the thing that came up therapy. So the record became bigger during the pandemic than it's ever been the wow. first time we put it out. Crazy. Wow. It kind of renewed us to a whole new generation that was looking for some kind of song and music that could explain the pandemic and cell therapy always came up. So you said some shit. Uh, <laughs> a lot of shit by the way. And <laughs> now nah, for real, I understand it. Like I called you and we spoke about it. I didn't agree with some of it, but like, first of all, I have to ask a question. I didn't even, I have to ask this. What the hell made you wake up and choose violence? Like, <laughs> what made you wake up and say, like James, like what was it when he said, start telling these motherfuckers the truth? Uh, I think, it, I think if you think about it, I've been like this since the day you met me. Yes. You know what I mean? I just think it's just we're in this new world where if your opinion different, people call you a hater. Mm. Mm. I'm not a hater. I just don't agree. Mm. You know what I mean? I've been raised different, so the way I look at things are going to be totally different. I didn't come from the projects. I came from a home. I came from a mother and father. So the way that I look at things and the way that I interpret things is going to be totally different to somebody that might come from the projects. My mind and the people that I've been around my whole life has always been 
at a high level. Exactly. So it's like when I came into the music business, I had already been on airplanes and trains and mm. around the world and had my own cars and different things. But I know another a lot of other artists coming to the game, they kind of crave for those things. Mm. So they change and they'll do whatever this system tell them to do to be able to get those gifts and those trinkets from this game. And I've always felt like before I get this game, my soul, I'll walk away. Mm. So that's the reason why you hadn't heard Gip all the time or all the, it's like, I don't speak unless I got something to say. Mm. And all I'm, all I'm saying and all I wanted to do was make the industry and make even the artists that's in this industry right now realize that I fought the war for this South to have respect in this game. You By the way, Gip, if you go look at the clip right now, anybody watching and go look at the clip, Source Awards, 95, Outcast wins Best New Artist. You see Big Gip standing right behind Dre. Yeah. When he said the South got something to say. Yeah. I was watching that shit on TV. I went crazy when y'all when they won. When y'all said the South got something to say, I was like, nigga, we do, we do. <laughs> and Ray, <laughs> from that clip, you got to understand that we felt rejected that night. So I want I want to I want to go, go back to that night because you was there. Yeah, we, by the way, somebody needs to do a documentary on the Source Awards '95 Source Awards. Yeah, I think yeah. that was probably one of the most infamous award show in hip hop history, and yeah. nobody has a copy of it. Yeah. I need a copy of it. Like yes, if Benzino uh, and 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 them they want to make a whole lot of money real quick, put that shit up on iTunes right now yeah. and watch that shit sell out. It's like a timepiece. So time you were there. So give me. Can you take me to the room as I much as you can remember that to night? The room. This is this is the source that really mattered because this is the first time that all of us had had success in the industry, but this was the first time that we all saw each other in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Yes, because there wasn't no phones there out. Were, there weren't yeah. no phones. There was no kind of, all we had was BET. And if you was in that special team, you made it. If you wasn't, you wasn't. But to be in that room that night, you was with, the Warriors. It was just like the movie The Warriors. It was like all these different gangs coming together and these different entities ah, and different energies. Like and we all was in this building for the first time. It was just like being on a yard in a prison. Mm. Because what? everybody came with they with they people. Wu came with about a hundred people. You you had death row there. They got a hundred people. You got uh, the, the beefs going on between the different entities. Was the tension in the room? Did you, yeah, did it you was feel tension. it? It was it was all the way like it was it was it was like being in jail, right? Wow. Like it was like being cause and it was all the tough guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you gotta look at being in that situation where it was just we walked in the room with just Goody Mob, Outcast, and Shanti Doss. And wow. You, shout out to shout out to Shanti. You know, so for that to be in that room, I watched Corrupt and Daz. Them battling people out there on the on the they going outside and wanting to battle New York rappers. Like, you know, wow. like, we gonna show y'all that we can rap as good as y'all. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, you you had the Wu-Tang in the back of the room, like, kind of upset that New York didn't really mess with Wu-Tang then. They mm. were just like, they were treated just like the South. Because they was like, man, y'all from Staten Island, don't nobody know y'all. Mm. You know what I mean? But you gotta look that it was, it was just changing. Because, and then you had Death Row there. This is the mergers of the West. Hold on, I, hold on, I got your question. I got your question. Did y'all win y'all award before or after Suge said what he said? Because when Suge <laughs> said what he said, it was like everybody was, had to be on yeah, alert. Like, yeah, hey, it was we on got your then. shit on you. Yeah, it was on then. It was after that. It was after that situation. That's why everybody was just on a certain alert 
once we got up on the stage, we already knew it was Anna in the air. So it, it could have broke out with anybody. So it, it like for us, it was like Goody Mob at that time, we were the protectors of outcasts. Like you touch them, it's, it's yeah, gonna go bad. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, that's that's the reason why you saw us lead like that. And that's the reason why you saw Dre make that statement because he kind of felt like, like wow, like we just got our money. Yeah, the, way, the, way, the way they said it. Outcast? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you got to, so you got to understand. There it is again. There go your bullshit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we ain't earned this right, and you hit us with that. Yeah. So that's why Drake kind of got up. Like, okay, all right, cool. We gonna say what we got to say, and we and we left. But one thing they don't understand that we came back home and blanked out for ten years straight, where nothing moved but us in the south. I gotta say something. Nothing moved. People say I was controversial when I said this. I, I feel like we always put Outkast in the Dungeon family, Goody Mob over here. Like, I, cause let me tell you what I mean. You guys were like nothing in the world. So it was like, it was like, we just was thankful that y'all was from Atlanta. Cause nobody could duplicate that sound. Nobody yeah. ever duplicated the sound. Nobody ever duplicated It's us. like literally, and if you play some of that shit right now, it still feels like, Right what now. the fuck is this? Yeah. It was not dated. And I will say about that Source Awards, that event overpowered, and I want to shout out to Big Mike. And maybe you don't know this, maybe you know this. He won Rapper right. of the Year, Lyricist of the Year. Right. Big Did Mike, a Southern artist on Rap A Lot, won. But that that news and that Andre thing kind of took it over, so shout out to him. But that, that moment right there, like you said, that was historical right there. But I got a question. Mm-hmm. Was New Face there? I didn't come to <laughs> I was wondering that. <laughs> I came in 99. And I was there with Gip. Man, the Gip had the Flies outfit. It was green. And it looked like like tennis balls all over it. And I was in the back with uh with Red Man. Yes. And, and um, they had beepers for everybody. And Scarface yes. won Lyricist of the Year Award. And I was in the bathroom with Red Man, Method Man, and Scarface. And they told him he won. And his beeper, he didn't know. And it's like, you won. So they had to redo it. But mm. I was at that source award. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> But um, but um, so it was one more thing about those awards that I don't like, man. Please, Benzino, put the shit on iTunes. I will buy it right now. I'm yeah. dead serious. I like, just seen Dave Mays. Bro, but Dave Mays, you gotta put the uh, Source Awards on on iTunes. Like, bro, it'll sell out immediately. It was one part about the awards I remember was when Method Man performed. You remember it was East Coast, West right. Coast beef, and Method Man went into the crowd, right, and was like bumping niggas, like, right. like was, bumping like niggas from the West Coast. Like I remember watching this shit, like, yo, these niggas is about to go crazy yeah. in here. And and I think that's the reason why Suge did what he did, because we gotta still understand that we knew and everybody knew we was in New York. Yep. But you know, it was also like this was the first time that all of us could show each other what we could do live. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, the Death Row show is still one of the most incredible rap intros I've ever seen on in rap, besides Crazy. LL Cool J coming out the box. You crazy. know what I mean? So it's like, it was just a crazy time because you getting to see Rage, you getting to see the Dog Pound, you getting to see Quick, and also a, you know what I mean, was in the crowd. So it was so much going on, but it was funny because after that, you know, we understood what we had to do and it gave us the chip on our shoulder that made us come back home and make great music. And I just want to just let everybody that saw my last interview, 
I never speak from a place of a fan. Or when malice, sp- by the way. That ain't even your heart, bro. Or malice. You know, when I speak, I speak from the place that I was in the crew that was so dynamic that we didn't listen or even look at nobody else for 10 years. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like, we didn't even look. We, we, we're changing the styles. We're changing the way people speak the music. It was about us making sure that we did everything to make sure that nobody ever disrespect us again. Mm. And that's and that and that's the reason why when I speak, I speak from a place that you can't sign me. I was there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not speaking from a place of a person that might be a reporter or anything. I was speaking from a place that I was in that crew that uh, that lit that fire and went and fought for us. And still ain't you know, has there ever been a rap group to sell 10 million records and win best no, album of the no, year at the Grammys? No, no. It's we are the only crew that ever won six Grammys, album of the year, single of the year, everything and brought it home. <laughs> and we crazy. did it so late in our career. We did it 2010 when everybody who was on the field with us wasn't even playing no more. Mm-hmm. So when people just say things or certain things, it kind of raises a... Uh, I, I'm from the 90s, bro. We about yeah. aggression. Yeah. You say something, you got to prove it. Yeah. You know, and when a real player on the field, he going <laughs> he going to ask you about it. Yeah. What's happening, pimp? Yeah. You for real? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz I love it. Cause, I, cause, I love it. I'm 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 like, you know, I went to war for this. Yeah. Man, if you going to stand out here, make sure you got the skill. Yeah. Cuz guess what? If they chop your head off, you a clown after that. Yeah. Mm. See, they can't never play with me cuz I ain't never come to play with them. Mm. This is about a, this. I learned hip hop from the ones that I felt like always. I was never in love with the 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 the, the arrogant rapper. Mm. No, that that wasn't my style. You so, know, I didn't never have to be arrogant and nothing I did. So when I came across, it was kind of like a turnoff to me. So I gravitated to Chuck D. I gravitated to KRS One. I gravitated to Ice T. I gravitated to everything that was that Real I was made up yeah. of. You know what I mean? And I just tell people this that you gotta understand that I've watched all these rappers come up from just being the the the, the first rapper like opening acts. All of us has been opening acts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm just saying this, and this is for hip hop period. When you make money, when you make what we do strictly about money, that means that it ain't no soul in it. Mm. And if we all gonna just play like we in high school and we gotta do it just one way and only one way made it, then you disrespecting those that created other lanes for others. Mm. If I didn't do it your way, you can't put your crown over me Mm. because I never traveled down your street to make it in this nigga. Hey, bro. You know, and I don't never, and, and, and my challenge is only to be the best. I am always at war with the machine, man. Because mm. the machine is always trying to replace me. And when you say you, what do you mean you? The artist. The artist. The artist that can do it from scratch to finish. Mm. That's how I was taught. And it's not your opinion as a record exec or the industry. Let the people decide. Yeah. And right now, we got an industry that's controlled. By who? Every aspect. No, it's just controlled in every aspect. Either you're too old, 
either you ain't in the right crew, either you ain't stroking the right ball, licking the right mm -hmm. tank, you know what I mean? You know, I don't do none of that, partner. I'm you from never, the 90s. Game. I don't join your crew. I stay on my side but, and, but, but, and but, I make you respect it. But it's something very important though that I got to say, but not only That's that. All. Like, like when the clip come out, because obviously, you know, there was a clip of you speaking about Pac versus Hove. Yeah, um, and, and I, and, and I no, get no, no, it. And I get it, by the way. By the way, Jay-Z is my favorite rapper of all time. I learned a lot, but I'm at the core. I'm, I'm a businessman, I'm a capitalist, and yeah. I like that about him. Yes. But I also am an artist whisperer. So when I hear artists speak, I got to listen from a different perspective because mm -hmm. I never heard this perspective before. I always looked at it like, you know, and there's always arguments in hip hop, Jay-Z versus Pac. If niggas say if, 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 if Big didn't die, Jay wouldn't have became what he, it's always going to be arguments yeah. of what could have, should have. But I feel like Hove was talented and smart enough to last the test of time, which he did. But I'm not an artist. So when I hear another artist speak, I kind of, yeah. kind of like, and I can hear the, the, I can hear that there's no malice. It's just yeah, it's no matter. It's, like it's like some people prefer Chuck D. My, if my uncle was here, my uncle would say Chuck D would wrap circles around Jay Z. Like, <laughs> like Jay Z is way better than Chuck D to me. Like, yeah, not yeah. even close. My uncle's like, man, you ain't never listened to Fight the Power. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't never said none of that. Man, will fight the power. So it's like there is but see, but a see, preference. But see, it is a preference. But see, this is what I don't like about hip hop. When you do something that they don't like, they just turn away and act like they don't see it. Yeah. Now let's be honest. M out rapped everybody. He got on the track rip. M out sold everybody during those times. So if you want to crown people, let's go about the numbers and let's say, don't try and just exclude him for 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 you know. For I'm gonna exclude Eminem. You know what I mean? I'm gonna uh, team looking uh, like, like oh shit, then, but, but I'll tell then, you why and though. Then, and then I say, then let's look at 50 Cent when they got mad at me when I said that. I you said, say? I said, when 50 Cent dropped, Jay-Z records stopped in the South. Now, mm. why, do, why would I say that, Gil? Because 50 Cent rapped more like a Southern rapper. Mm. So, at the hold time, on, on, you, gotta, you gotta understand. I love the face, I love the yes, face, I understand. love the face. Yes, yes, I'm understanding. I, I can actually prove and, it to you and back and, it up to you if you want. Yes, yes, and I'm, and I'm understanding this because you gotta understand, this the South. New York and the, this the South. This the South. So when your music come out, most of the time, where the first place they, where the first place they take it? strip club. Oh, in Atlanta, yeah. And when 50 Cent mm -hmm. first record dropped in the strip club, the world stopped. Hold on, hold on. I want, to, I want to get Tamira's take. I'm, I'm, the face, no, say what you got to say. I'm the just face. trying to, I'm, I'm trying playing to... Get Richie or Die trying the first album in my head. I'm yes. going through the tracks. I'm just right. trying to see the Southern influence. Can I tell you? Can I do it? Sure. You can right, find right. me in the club. Bottle, bottle for the bug, bug. <laughs> mommy, I got the ass. That's still getting New York vibes. That's not, no, 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 that is Southern rap. You can find me in the club. Bottle for the bug, mommy, I got What's you standing up for? He but no, no, I'm just, I'm just saying that. Don't get me Shane wrong. Shane, the guy is a backup. Now, now, I on, need a New Yorker. No, 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 hear me out real quick. No, 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 no. listen, listen. I'm giving, I'm just giving you a the perspective. The perspective of somebody I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I, first of all, yeah. 50 Cent is obviously New Yorker, but when you hear, when you hear the, the, the the not finishing your words. New Yorkers right. are very much about saying everything. Yes, that's why. Say he, club. Remember the first video. Say club. club. Remember the first video. You don't say club. 
We say club. I club. see what you're saying. And, you, that's, that's and, what I'm saying. and remember like, the first video. What if 50 started off with the girl walking with the booty then? Yeah. Bang. Yeah. Bang. Bang. That thing went but straight. But the G unit. Went straight thing. in the strip club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so that's all I was saying when I was saying that. And another thing, I was like, hey, man, let's be real. New York didn't crown 50 over J because West Coast did his music. Zaga. I never thought about that. I never thought about that. I never thought about Zaga. that. Yeah. Damn, I never thought about Z- that. Zaga. Zaga. <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I got, hold on. First of all, I got, I got, I got the mic fell. I need to fix it right there. Hold on, I got to say something. I'm holding it up, but hold on, I got to say something. Because I am a person that says, I don't think you can include Eminem on the top 10. I did. Hold on, let me tell you why though. Let me tell you why. Because if you look at hip hop history, Every rule that every black dude had to play, Eminem didn't have to play by those rules. Every black artist that made a hit that, that wanted to be a global superstar had to make records towards, um, gearing towards women, period. Every rapper that wanted to be a superstar had to make records for the club. So race mattered. No, 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 I'm just saying, Eminem didn't have to do none of that. He didn't have to do none of that. Eminem, and not only that, no rapper could have dropped Hi, my name is. And what, talk, or, talked about or, your girlfriend, your, your wife. Or, 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 or I'm Slim Shady the other, Slim could, Shady the other, other. Like could. no black rapper could have done that. Yeah. So you got to look at 50 Cent. I mean, Eminem was more like he was playing his own sport. Yeah. He called it hip hop. Yeah. He played respect to hip hop, Detroit. I don't want to disrespect it. He played respect to hip hop. When he produced records, he didn't charge hip hop artists. He played respect to the culture. That's why we love and respect him. Right. But I'm just saying. So 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 I don't want to compare him to Jay Z. He had to do girl records. He had to do pain records. He had to do club records. He had to do shit that Eminem never had to do. Right. And when he got on the Lean Back remix, I don't care what nobody in here say. His rhythm was off. Right. Okay. Tell me his rhythm wasn't off. <laughs> Tell me Eminem rhythm wasn't off on the Lean Back. <laughs> I, I got yeah, the yeah, nine yeah, and nothing. Yeah. Come on, Detroit. Yeah. I know Detroit here. I don't want to disrespect. You gotta let a shirt on. You gotta let a shirt on. But I'm just saying, I am one of those people. That mind you, I think Eminem is incredible. He is un, he is a supreme rapper, What's, but he never had to make songs. Okay. And every rapper, in order to be big, had to make songs. And those so, songs is geared to two worlds: club and women. Okay. Eminem never had to do that. Okay. Tip 50. 50, don't forget 50 did. I just want to chill and smoke a lot. Like he had and to. Best friend and yeah, come on. Stuff. Every rapper, the game, even as street as the game is, he did records catered towards women. Right. He had to. Right. Eminem. Eminem did. He played, and mind you, he was with Dr. Dre. So he was with the mighty force field. <laughs> so nobody could touch him because he was yeah. with the best, biggest black hip hop producer of all time <laughs> who did NWA. So you really had to respect it. He was with the right people. He made a whole lot of people money but he didn't play by the rules we played by. And for me, that's not fair. That's like Goody Mob came out the South. There's some artists that came out the South that didn't represent the South. Right. We like them, but yeah. nigga, they don't mean what Goody Mob meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't mean what Outkast meant. Like, yeah. it's like the whole argument that JD had when JD said, nobody puts respect on Criss Cross. It wasn't that Criss Cross was proper. They, they were kids. They were rapping like kids. When right. Outkast came out, they were... Southern playlistic Cadillac mm-hmm. funky music. Right. Mm-hmm. Second album, AT Aliens. Right. They made sure you knew from the jump. We betting on Atlanta. We dying with Atlanta. Right. And that's why I think people didn't associate Crisscross 
with Atlanta like they did Outkast. Yeah. That's that's, that's the only reason I'm saying. But that still doesn't negate what they did. No, JD's, it doesn't negate. JD's a, he talked some shit. He said some real shit. <laughs> they sold more records than everybody. They went on tour with Michael Jackson. They did. But yeah, they didn't get on the stage at the Source Awards and say the South got something to say. Right. And I don't think that there's and, not and one more important moment in hip hop for Southern hip hop in the 90s than that moment. That's mm -hmm. true. And and they, you know, Outkast wrote everything you ever heard. Oh, that's nothing. That's the difference. You know, that I, that's what I just want people to understand with me. <laughs> when I speak, I speak from a crew of MCs that we have never battled each other. We've only listened to what the one has put before us and we tried to do better. That's how we were taught in the dungeon. And it's all it's always been about if you're gonna say something, say something. Make sure it's substance in it. Whatever you leave in music can last forever. If you think about who you talking to, yeah. Yeah, intentional. Said, let's just stick to it's. You know what it is, soulful. That's and that's it, why it we not, did it. It's that. not fast food. It's soulful. And that's the difference. That, that's what they always get from us. That's why at the end of the day, we just gonna be always different. That's why you can never put no crown above us. That's why I would always say, hey man, if you gonna do any kind of list, do a south list, a north list, and a west list. But don't never put the South under nobody because nobody did it like us. And that's just it. He said Zaga, 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 Zaga. Zaga. I'm like, that's a new church. Zaga. You know, and I bet on my niggas. I'm like, I bet on my youngsters. I bet on them. Like, who touching 3,000? Who touching him? Who touch it? I, I, I don't I can't. care who you put them against. If you ain't produced no hey y'all, you ain't that talent. Fuck that. If you can't name, in my opinion, now this might new face might shut me down. You can't name a better verse than Andre 3000's verse on international uh players. Players, hey man. You can't name. I mean, like you yeah. might name verse just as good, but that verse is perfectly written. I got a text from a girl I used to see showing every, like, bro, he. Like it's like, nigga, how the fuck did you do that? And 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 that's why I say, like, I'm cool with the street. I understand what I said the other day. I know the heroes of the people. I know what people mean to people. But understand, understand what we mean to people. You know what you sound like right now, right? You know what I mean? So you sound like who? You sound like Snoop Dogg on the Source Awards. <laughs> Yeah, y'all ain't got no love for Snoop and Dre. Yeah, you know, we know where the fuck we at, but y'all ain't got no love. That's and, real talk. Though. And the other part is that. I know New York love Goody Mob and Outkast, the yes. people. You know what I mean? Like, the first time we did a show in New York was Grandmama Funk. It was Goody Mob, Biggie Smalls, and Fat Joe. Mm. That's the first time I ever met wow. a Puerto Rican rapper. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know no... <laughs> I ain't even know no Puerto Rican child, man. You know what I mean? That's what people got to understand about us. The first time we met Jewish people was in New York. I never knew no Jewish people growing up. I went to school with black well, yeah, people Atlanta, baby. my whole right. life. I went to school with black people my whole life. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I'm glad he said that. <laughs> this is the reason why I claim Atlanta. I grew up in New York. I wasn't shit. I came to Atlanta, and I wasn't shit then Atlanta either. But I saw people that looked like me being the shit, mm -hmm. right. being themselves. And I remember being like, nigga, I've never seen, I didn't, I didn't know two parent households where the father and the mother worked. I've never seen that before. The mayor was black. The police chief was black. Everybody was black here. 
Like I, my mom said that one of her friends landed in Atlanta, and I swear to God, she thought she was in South Africa. She's hey, like, I'm in Africa, like I, because it's black people working, it's black people running. We we superior. So and me, everybody's nice here. They want to help each other. I think yeah. that's what y'all really have that's over the north. We, that's but here's the thing, though. But it proves that black other. people are really loving and caring yeah, people. Yeah. Because oh yeah, you put us a you 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 put us and it's nothing but us. It's nothing but love. That was the biggest shot. You play us against me. each other. And you put us against each other, then it becomes something else. Mm -hmm. But Atlanta, to me, and I'm going to take it further, more than anybody, LaFacen, the Dungeon family, what they did, like, dog, that's superior. Oh, they are superior. That's why when Get Spoke, I'm like, nigga, they're superior. Like, nigga, you don't understand. Nigga, and this is the thing I love about y'all the most, how niggas told the truth. See, my problem with rap, and I, my problem with artists, period, is everybody wants to rap like the superhero. Everybody wants to rap in a Superman voice. Nobody wants to tell the Clark Kent story. Yeah. So when you hear, when I hear, ain't no more you, ain't no more me, it's only us. What you see, yeah. like it's like dog. Y'all was saying like, what's a, what, it's a line that you, your verse on um Soul Food, and you start talking about like nigga, y'all niggas was hungry. Yeah, yeah Charlie look good over there with them hairy legs. Yeah, but I wish I could cut her up, but my stuff, like nigga, that was really my. That was really how it was. Like yes. you understand, we have a famous rapper saying she look good with them hairy legs. I wish I could fuck with her, but my stomach come before sex. I need to right. find a way to eat. Right. That's the shit we grew up on. Now, don't right. get me wrong. You had other shit, in that, but that shit made it, it, it made a human. It made that's why I think we take so much pride in it because it was never it was never a braggadocious. Like Big Boy might have bragged a little. He, yeah. Big Boy was talking <laughs> that pimp shit, but I'm just saying for the most part, it was never really braggadocious. It was really like this is what we are, and and, and it was about life. It was, it was real never, life. it was never, and it was about being honest about your feelings. And we know hip hop is not designed to be honest. It's not, most of the time, this shit is about a battle situation. I'm better than or you. Better on, than I'm me. better than you. You know what I mean? And it, it, we never went into the studio, even when they came to us and said, Good tomorrow. Y'all don't want to put no girls in the video, man. Y'all are just always talking about. Some old goddamn country shit, man. Y'all don't fuck with the hoes or something. <laughs> I'm just like, you gotta understand, this is a real conversation from the record and say. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, we fuck with Yeah, but, but you know, but it's like we don't make that kind of music, King. You know, to go, you gotta understand for us to go through the different eras. I've been through seven or eight eras. Yeah. You know what I mean? And survive. Yeah. And and I, I look at it like, Every time Atlanta came, it was all about fun. It's like the club used to be fun when Lil John and them used to come on, man. We having fun. Everybody having fun. It just seemed like once the trapping and we start talking about the streets, then here we go, the killing. Yeah, we made the money, but look at how much killing coming now. Now, it's like what you put in the music is what you going to get out of it. We always understood the power of what you say is the energy that you going to bring back. Mm. So what did Gip do when I did these interviews? I woke the industry up. Remember who we are. We getting cloudy, y'all. Mm -hmm. We just talking about money and things. Mm -hmm. we ain't, the music ain't going to mean nothing no more. Mm. If all the heroes play dress up in high school, that means we ain't got nothing to say to the kids. Mm. I love this this I love this shit. <laughs> you know, that's all I'm saying. So don't take me as I'm got a personal problem with you, Kylie. 
oh, I got a personal problem so you, with but you. you said, so you I said, don't have a personal problem with anybody. I got, I'm at war with the system all the time. Mm. I'm at war with the system. Mm. I didn't get brought into the music business from no rapper. I got brought into the music business from Gene Khan, mm. a singer. Mm. Gip do this. Gip say this. Gip carry yourself like this. Gip, I'm gonna start bringing you around. I'm gonna start taking you to sensations. We gonna start, I'm gonna start showing you Peebo Bryson. He gonna open up for me tonight at Sensation. Mm. She start, hey, uh, my daughter, she got a birthday party. We going to the Fulton County Stadium. She got a birthday party with the Jackson Five. I've been around certain things in this that you will never understand. I walked over to my friend house, Joseph Kahn house one day, and New Edition was playing basketball in his yard. Oh, wow. So the things that I've been able to get next to, that's why I always walked around rappers like, boy, stop. Mm. I ain't stuff about this rap shit, bro. I ain't seen black men on airliners, man. Like, you don't impress me. If, you, if your game is the money, Baby, I grew up in a two-parent household. I had four, five cars before I got in the game. I had all the girls I ever wanted. Yeah. I had big ropes in the 90s. Mm. I did everything that you say that you had to get to the rap to do. Mm. So I didn't come into the music to talk about that. I came into the music to change people's minds and hearts. Damn. Mm. So yes, I'm different than y'all. You ain't never seen me at your parties. You never see me try to get in. You never seen me trying to get in. I yeah. know I don't belong. Yeah. And I've been that way for 25 years. I got a I got a personal partner, 3,000, that walked away. Just cause, hey man, this shit ain't the same no more. You know what? I'm cool. Wow. That's what we bit, that's how we was raised. Mm. So if I gotta conform to what people think cool, I'm cool. Mm. Because I didn't come in the game to be your friend. I came in the game to change your mind. Damn. <laughs> New face will say something. You say something. So, oh, you go ahead. Um, so when we were speaking earlier, you had brought up something and you said there's no more side doors in the industry. How has that affected the type of music we have, how people are operating in the industry? Because now they can create, they can create artists now. They could turn Winnie the Pooh into Jay-Z if they want to. <laughs> that's the truth. Mm. No disrespect, Jay. I love you. Mm. You know what I mean? But they could change anybody into whoever they want to now. And that's what I don't like about it. When they're going to try and drop a, a, a computer motherfucker and say that he about to be an artist, you ought, to, you ought to think to yourself, oh, my God. I'm on the chopping block. Mm. Damn. Now we in a minute they gonna make a computer image a star over a living, breathing person. And it's gonna be some exec that's gonna say, you know what? That's where we're going. But Why do you think they're what? doing that? Because at the end of the day, if the artists don't care nothing about themselves, why should we? Mm. I, I product don't talk back, so like you got a gift. Got a gift, somebody. Mm -hmm. I seen somebody use an AI machine and they Google. I want a Whitney Houston singing Whitney Houston songs, but sound like Mariah Carey. And press enter, and you heard it. And whatever he typed in, it looked and sounded exactly what he typed in. They did not need a real human at all. And again, you can't get an artist like Gibb to do something that they don't want to do. 
So what's better? Product, like P say, product don't talk back. But I just want to have, I got a message to the industry. If we all as black execs going to do all this building and come from what we come from, but then let these kids go out here and destroy themselves, then what are we? I said that. What are we? What are we so, well, if we could say that we was a part of the great 90s and all we doing is letting this system take our children and turn them into mess, what are we? If the money, if the kids don't matter, and all it, all that matters is the money, then what are we? Right, we sold ourselves. Because at the end of the day, L.A. and Babyface set us down and wanted to show us how to be better artists. Take that back, Reek. That shit ain't right. Mm. And y'all got to get them hooks together, but that baby. Ain't, they, where your bridge at, baby? Mm. Babyface, where your bridge at, baby? I don't even write a song till I put the bridge and the hook together. Then you get to the verses. Mm. Little things like that is where I can survive for decades because I had teachers like L.A. and Babyface to start off with. So do you think that there are more, do you think that, so would you say that your biggest problem with today's rap is that it's everybody, everybody feel like they for themselves? It's manufactured. Because you got a whole bunch of people out here now that think they just run the industry because they on podcasts and shit. No, man, this music. No, man, we ain't doing that one. <laughs> no, we ain't doing that one, Jack. You got to get out here on the blacktop. Mm. This music. This ain't whatever business, podcast business, TV business. This ain't nothing. This is music. And if you ain't got no music, you ain't on the blacktop, Jack. You can't motherfucking control what you ain't on. I just want to say that I do have a podcast, but no, but you <laughs> no, hit me out real quick. We did win best record of the year at the 2023 Grammys yeah, about that. a month ago. Hold on, I, I just want to make sure it's known that I do this shit. I do music full time, right. but you're right. I agree with you. That's kind of why I jumped out there because I was like, who are these people talking and what are they feeding people? And for me, I feel like we need voices that care more than we need voices that want to get paid. So why is this an industry that tries to run out all the motherfuckers that built the roads and the buildings for it? Why do you kick Why do you kick... You will have a building full of children that just, just started listening to rap when they got to college. It mm. don't look like me. Nope. Don't even care about your importance. Don't care nothing about me. But these are the people that's telling me whether I'm good or not. Right. That's crazy. I never looked at it like that. Right, right. You telling me what's good or bad, but you just started listening to rap when you got at your parents' house. That's real. Fuck out of here. And not only that, nah, you know what I mean? That's all I'm talking about. No, you right. That's all I'm talking about. You 100% right. Because my thing is, is why do I have to, like, it's like, I don't care where I'm at in my career. I know what your music meant to me. I don't give a fuck where I'm at. I'm going to stop and listen. Nigga, you was once one of my teachers. Why the fuck do I think because I'm up here now, I don't have to listen? No, nah, nigga, I'm going to listen, nigga, because that's why I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to understand you. It was like, I want the people to understand you. That's why I'm like, nigga, it ain't no setup. I just want people to see who Gip is. I, ha that, I, have no, I have no hate. I have no malice for nobody. It's just I love music this much to fight everything that they think popular for it. Mm. And I challenge anybody when it come to getting in here, doing it from scratch. Hey, man, if you think you still good, get in the booth. I don't care nothing about your jury and your money. Mm. Get in the booth. Because guess what? Hey, man, uh, the last uh, real soldier that dropped from the dungeon, 
Dungeon Family, uh, that's future, ain't it? Yeah. Huh? So how long have we been running the game as a crew, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I say I've been, we've been kicking your ass, New York. <laughs> when it comes to this music, <laughs> I love it. I love it. When it comes to this music, <laughs> we've been kicking your ass. So you can play. You can say whatever you want to say, but if you talk about eras from us, from snap to trap to this to that, hey man, man, who it came up against us? But we have different things going on. So Let's I go. had this argument. Uh, no, no, no. I'm understanding what you're saying, but you gotta understand when it come to this black top, when it come to this music, I don't care nothing about nothing else. I do music. See, this, see, it just seemed like the game had changed. When, once we start whooping ass and music, oh, this this, this what we're doing now. Oh, this what we're doing now. Oh, shit. Here we go. Change the rules every year. But hey, at the end of the day, the South dropped music. Memphis dropped music. Houston dropped music. Miami dropped music. Georgia dropped music. Don't try to stand over this shit. That's all I be saying. That's my arrogance. When you want to pull your money out, well, that's my arrogance, man. My little shoulders whooped your ass, man, for about 20 years now. Huh? Huh? Who you want to put it up again? Everybody you putting in my face, they was they was How out when I was measuring out. measuring the success, though? Because is no, it like radio see, hits with selling records? Like, how are we well, measuring well, 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 the where success? You wanna, where you want where you, where, where, where you want to start at? Who I just want to know what we're based on. I don't know. What do you, no, no, you no, want to no, start? I'm saying, hey, this hip-hop, this hip-hop. I'm saying, when you t- tell me an artist, and I tell you his match, because I can tell you, the three biggest artists out the South, Future, NBA Youngboy, and, and it, uh, 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 pick one out of Memphis. But NBA Youngboy now sold everybody oh, yeah, in rap. 100%. Drake, the Canadian, and sold everybody <laughs> out in rap. <laughs> Future and so, outsold everybody in rap. Wait, how do put Drake no, on no, the no. list? Yeah, because Drake when you look at the top 100, who Drake got was signed the mo- to, Drake was signed to a, a, a Southern label. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's Come that's, on now. So that's why you're going to take credit for Drake. Come on, wait a minute. Uh, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, Drake, Drake admitted, let, admittedly came to Houston. Yes. Took their dialect. Yes. Like, like yes. best I ever had, best I ever had. Like, he's rapping, no, you got a roommate, call me when it go. Like, come on, bruh. Bruh, what are you talking, like, bruh? This the part that, this the part that, the, the yeah. arrogance that scares me is like, you don't even hear that they're copying the dialect. Right. Drake rapped like a, let me tell you where the girls go around, where the boys come around, blah, blah, blah. like he was proper. Yes. Then he came to the South, and then he was like, because you hold me down every... Like, he sounds like a, a Southern dude. That's Admittedly. All. And then, we, it, right now, if you go to the top number one songs, right now, three dudes. Drake, Future, and Lil Wayne. Two guys from the South, one from Canada. I'm just talking about when we start dealing with the facts, that's when people start getting, oh, Lord, oh, oh, let's talk about him and talk. Man, that was not, that was 15 years ago. I'm talking about right now. But two of the biggest rappers the past couple of years have come out of New York. Who? Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Y'all Nicki never Minaj. want to talk about females. Oh, okay, though. okay. Y'all I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Nikki came, came out over 15 years ago. Yeah. But she's still um, 
yeah, dropping yeah, hits. Yeah, She's still yeah, I love one that. of the best rappers. I love that. But uh, let's talk about right that. Miss Dale brought Nikki down here first. She Ooh. was not accepted. Oh, yeah, she yeah. was not yeah. accepted. You know what? <laughs> oh, now my God. Now y'all want to bring Dev into it. But she was on... Nikki hey. broke in the South. Hey, baby. The first she came dude. Off hey, broke in the South. Hey, baby. No, hey, she, hey, hey, she baby. She came ask off a mixtape. Oh, well, ask who spent the money. Who, Cardi, ask, Cardi B's biggest hit, ask, Kodak Yellow, was a remake of a Kodak Black record from oh, Pensacola. Oh, bull. Y'all, they not going to give me no wins. It's not. I got nothing. <laughs> see, I get zero you see what I'm saying? at this point. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's when I be saying, like, yo, bro, when you really go and do the real homework on this shit, that's the part they be shaking me up. I be like, why do people be trying to make that shit different? It is not no different. It's not. It's at the end of the day, yes, Cardi B. Love yes. Cardi. I love Cardi B to death. Mm-hmm. Love her to death. Yeah. Yeah. But that little Southern Twain with that little, you know, that little, that little boyfriend. You oh, know, bo- yeah. oh, y'all are not serious. <laughs> no way. No, Absolutely not. No, but then, but why don't y'all have any female rappers that, we like, we are running. Well, well we do oh, got, got Lotto. Got we, got, we got Lotto. You know what I mean? And then I, and then I can tell you this. I give respect Ooh. to Nicki Minaj. And, and, and if you ask Gippy, Nicki Minaj is in the top five. Because that girl mm-hmm. held her, she held rapper. it down She's for incredible. 10 years by herself. By herself. Mm-hmm. So, right, so right. you got to put Carrie, her, female you got, rap. You yes. got to put Nikki in the top five. But I see that they don't treat her right. They don't up yonder. They don't treat her right. Oh no, we treat her right. Yeah, Nikki did some the things. The people, but the industry don't. Right. Right. It's, it's, right. it's, the, it's so, the way New so York is set up. That lets you know that yeah. soon as soon as you don't want to get down or lay down, then you start getting blackballed. Mm-hmm. You start, oh, them people that don't like you, so we ain't messing with them. That's fake. And then then they say, Gibby, why you say that about Nah? Yeah, I'm going to say that about Nas. Tell us what you said about what Nas. What you said about Nas? Let me tell y'all something. Oh, Lord. I got to yeah, cover my ass. Oh, I'm about to say some shit that is going to make me something. nervous. Let me tell y'all something. Oh. Nas was the first New York rapper that uh-huh. I went and bought his tape, put his tape in the Cadillac, y'all. <laughs> Hit the gas, and he rolled out with you. I said, I like him. Okay. He ride. He ride. I like Nas. Okay? But y'all know. For years and years, New York was shitting on Nas. Cause he ain't had the money, he ain't had the song. Even though he was the god Nas, nah, wasn't nobody treating him right. Soon as he go get some little money from the ringtone, then here come New York. Hey, everybody, hey, you cool, Nas, nah. hey, you cool. Now we take a picture with your puss. You know what I mean? That's the kind of fake shit that I don't like in the industry. That's the type of fake shit I don't like. Cause, Cause the man shouldn't have never been disrespected just cause his money wasn't like the next man. Mm. So me being that I know that at the end of the day, Nas came and lived in Atlanta when it wasn't all cool for him to be in New York. Zaga. Zaga. <laughs> you know what I mean? So all I'm saying is do don't way. get mad cause Gippy gonna call your bullshit out. I'm not a part of your him. crews and your clicks. So I'm just gonna say, hey man, that look real fake, my partners. That look real fake on the God that he had to go get some money for you to treat him right. Mm. So, hey, man, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me because I tell you what your, what your uncle going to tell you, what you ain't going to like. I, I, I got to ask a But question. at least it got validity and you know that I'm right. Because at the end of the day, we shouldn't judge none of us by no money, man. See, when we start doing that, we living by other people's cultures. Mm. 
when we start judging each oh, other. Wow, I didn't by think money, about it like that. We living Look by at all the faces in the room. Everybody's live, like, yo. We living by other people's cultures. When we start judging each other, because we know we always one time at school, man. We when we were little, man, didn't nobody know nothing about no fashion shit, man. We riding there like, well, whatever we got on, we we riding. Mm-hmm. She, hey, you talking about? My mama gave me this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 My mama gave me this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the, all I'm saying is that when we start getting as adults, and start doing kid games in a real live business. And these children that's coming up in this business watching us treat each other wrong. And if you ain't right if your jury ain't right. That's sad. That man put in a lot of work. Why should anything on him or about him not be respected? I agree. That's so, all I'm saying. So, so to me, I have a question for you. Because you know you Never are the New Yorker be. at the table. Never the answer. Uh, I love no, you. No, 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 no. Why do you, why do you, why do you think New York is like that? Oh, because we're crabs in a barrel. We we have this mindset, like, and I've spoken about this before. It's only room for one of us at the table. Not necessarily in this aspect, but like you said um, earlier, y'all were like, oh, if you tell somebody, oh, I'm from Atlanta, what part? I, I, I get hype. Y'all relate. Y'all bond on that. In New York, it's like, oh, you from New York? Oh, this nigga gotta go because only one New Yorker could be in the room. Like they don't, they don't embrace each other. It's always competition. Like that was the main thing I loved about coming to Atlanta. Like I remember walking down the street and three ladies was walking towards me, and I'm in my head like, I'll beat all y'all asses. I swear to God, y'all try some shit with me. And all of them was like, hello, good morning, and I felt so bad. <laughs> I felt horrible, and I was like, oh shit, this is a completely different world. I love that. I was, I, I was shocked, and I yeah. remember the first time I even went to the club, the girls. Asked me my name and yeah, what like, I did, name, and like, not in New York. You get in the club and you was like, "Who the fuck this bitch with?" It's, it's just <laughs> automatically everything's Static. a competition. Everything automatically is a competition. The second you walk in a room, from how you dress, everything's a competition in New York. And and when I was little, they called me PL because I wore shoes from Payless one day. I didn't even know that there was such thing as name brand. <laughs> I was just hyped because I had new shoes. Yeah, like you like, said, my mama brought this for me. These yeah. shits light up. I'm what are you talking about? <laughs> I thought I was killing it, but. It's just this mindset we have, and I think it's one, the overcrowdedness, the schools we come from, everything's a competition from the moment, literally, you start making friends. The playgrounds is different. When my goddaughter comes out here, she be trying to beat the kids up on the playground, because it's completely different. You're not getting a swing. Everything is different in New York from the time it starts to being an adult. So I think that it's just embedded in the culture and how we live. Because my thing is this, is that, I give you an example. First of all, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj should be best friends. I swear. They, they really should. should be clear. They should be best friends. And and if they were Atlanta artists, they would, be, would best be best friends. They would be best because friends. Because I'll give you an example. The girl Amaretta drops the Not Atlanta record. Yes, she, she basically, this is where Lotto is from. Lotto still jumped on the remix. Right? Yeah. Like, Jeezy probably felt the way about Rocco. Right. When Def Jam signed him. Same team that was behind him right. was behind uh, Rocco. Rocco now. Right. I'm gonna do me. He still jumped on the remix. So it's just certain ways that we think here where it's like, Atlanta, we're gonna see each other. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta, we're gonna run into you somewhere, somehow, and we're gonna run into you. And not only that, everybody in Atlanta got guns. Yeah. <laughs> no, we that's, all got guns. That's why I And what that means, so that means not only can I see you, there's a chance you can you kill real, me. Real, yeah. Right? right? There's a chance that you can kill me at any moment. So there's a certain way we carry each other just out of respect. Like, you might not like the next nigga. You might not like the next town. That doesn't matter. 
Yeah. You going to show love and respect. Yeah. And not only that, we from the city where our biggest artists of all time is our humblest artists. Right, man. Like, dude, like, ain't dog, never like, walked dog, around like, real with talk, nobody Andre guard. 3000, and nobody in Atlanta history, except for, if you want to count Usher on Confessions, yeah. did what Outkast did, but no rapper did. Yeah. And you'll see Andre 3000 walking down the street with a flute in his hand. Yeah, bro. And we'll stop and give you a hug. And mm -hmm. so if our culture is, is that if we can't act like that. Yeah, like if we, he acting like that because he's so oh, more records than all of us, and, and it's a, a it's a it's a it's a behavior that we have together that I feel like New York might not have because you know New York is about it's the crabs in the barrel, like you said, it's about getting money and getting the fuck out of your place. Well, like, what you said is important too. Everybody around here is black, and you've seen people rich, black billion million. Yes, I seen it. We oh, didn't see that growing up. Okay. I didn't see a lot of everybody I met. Like, I had a white mentor growing up, and she would take me to white people's houses. Oh, my God. Them people had two floors in their house. They had double doors. They would eat lobster, fresh lobster, go pick it out. And I, that was mind-blowing to me. Like, I didn't see... I grew up across the street from the projects. I, I wanted to be from the projects. That's where I wanted to be from when I was little. I was like, man, if I was in the projects, I could... My mother could just yell at me out the window and I could come upstairs mm -hmm. and go down. Like, I don't have to run across the street. Like, I, my, my aspiration was to grow up in the projects. Now, if I would have grew up in the South... I probably would have seen black people with big ass houses. Oh no, nah, but let me tell you another thing about the South. You don't live in the same place for a long time here, an apartment complex. Yeah. Oh no. Like I'm from, like I you don't live here. Like there ain't nobody from Hidden Woods where I grew up at on Godby Road yeah. that still yeah. live there. Yeah, see, that's the Now that's here's the, the crazy difference. part. There are still people mm -hmm. in Patterson Projects mm -hmm. where I came from. 100%. And it's not just like 10%. No, it's like it's generation. 50% of the people are still there in mm -hmm. Patterson Projects. Wow. So here, Gotta do something. Yeah. If you don't want nothing in Atlanta, you just don't want nothing. You don't want nothing. You, and that's cool. But if you want something in New York, you gotta kill for it. You gotta fight for it. Yeah. You got it's almost like out here, if you wanna be somebody, like when Gip, I worked at Epic. Gip was signed to Epic. When Gip, when LA was like Ray gonna handle your ship, mind you, I'm looking at him like, man, he was like, Ray, what we do? It was like love. It was like I told you, I felt like I was his cousin. Yeah. Like, damn, nigga, like we just different. We just understand that. We gotta embrace each other. And I feel like he's I never looked at it from that standpoint. Like, damn, like it's really like damn, Nas don't get the respect in New York the way Jay got or the way Puff got. And I didn't understand why. That's why he Because he was, he was because he came with knowledge. It's almost like mm -hmm. and I when I when I look at our community and I be like, damn, like, why does it seem like when it comes to being smart? People turn their backs on that. You know what I mean? But then they'll praise the drug dealer for being smart and not going to jail. But then when you try and come in from a smart place, then I don't want to hear it because it ain't got no street on it. Mm -hmm. That's the part that fucks me up with black people. I, I, I think I understand what you were saying when you did all those interviews recently. You were just saying that we need balance. Yeah. And we need to celebrate the talent. You need to celebrate the talent more because it just seems like right now the machine got control. You know what I mean? The machine got more control of the industry than the artist. And when I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, bro, like I was the kid in the house looking at Michael Jackson on, on you know, like the Motown special and, and looking at Prince. Like the first time I saw Prince was at Six Flags. Prince mm. opened up for Cool in the Game. I was 12, 13 years old. And you know, like for me to see the first time, the first live acts was Prince, Cool in the Game. I was turned out. 
I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to be as wild as them and have hit records like the other guys. You know what I tell people? You know the problem with the music business? They want NWA. They just don't want niggas. That's what I'm saying. Like, they want NWA. They want straight out of Compton. They want to make money off it. They just don't want niggas in the room. Right. They so don't my, want They don't want us to be smart enough to earn it, to, to, to own it, King. Like, that's the part that I'm, I'm kind of, like, looking at it. Like, it just seemed like I can show you just by P and Coach running shit and still never getting the respect or what other motherfuckers, if they was from New York, they would be up here. Nigga, period. Up here. Period. But all, the whole success of Migos, little baby, is like this. If we don't control it, and it's like, you act like we can't see that? You know what I said to people? I, I just be asking, do, do you think we can't see that? <laughs> you, know, you know, I told Jermaine, I told this is Jermaine Dupree. The part that went viral was when he said, I created one of the Park. I told him this. I said, I guarantee you, if Puff said that, everybody would have believed. It would not be no beef. It wouldn't have been no question. Right. But because someone from Atlanta said that they created something that New York celebrated, we couldn't handle that. And he was like, man, I never thought about it like that. I'm like, bro, if Jay-Z came out and said, man, I, I created one of Sister Park, everybody would be like, yo, Hove did it. But Atlanta nigga said it, and the world was like, nigga, no, you got some fucking no, nerve. No, no, <laughs> And then Stephen Hill ain't no, ain't it popped up out of nowhere. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, yeah. you didn't. And that's the part. It's yeah. like it's it has been a official pushback from the industry from us the whole time. I watch executives go to New York, as soon as they open their mouth, they out of them. Can I tell you something? I, I, that's I, all I'm saying. I, I, I it just seems like every time the Atlanta, the Atlanta niggas could do everything, brain acts, brain producers, as soon as they open their mouth, well, yo, you know, we don't do it that way. Oh you, oh, you headed back home. Can I tell you something? Any, well, any, any label, and I've been challenging me, any label in Atlanta history that was properly funded ran the game. Right. Any label. LaFace. Right. Like, how many people came from LaFace? They were funded. Look at this. Like, look at, uh, uh, even with Rico Wade and them had their label right. and everything else. Like, QC, QC had to fight. Jermaine, any label in Atlanta that was fully funded. One. One. Period. But then check this out. As soon as those executives tried to use the power and the sales that they helped with these artists and tried to go to New York, none of them was, none of them made it. None of them made it. Even walking great acts like Outkast and Goody Mob and TLC. Shanti Dog should have been running one of these labels right now. Like they they have not given the girls the respect, they ain't given the executives the respect, and then you sit back and act like, why we got a problem? Cause you keep talking about one motherfucker and his success and keep trying to drive it down our throat like we supposed to bow. And it's like, what do you mean? We have been running the fucking streets for 20 years and why it ain't one South nigga that's running one of these labels? You know what I want to say? Cause that's the only thing I'm saying. I don't got an answer to that one. But 
New York is going against a whole little region. Like, y'all are no, the whole not. South no, no, against no, 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 New York. No, no, no. No, it's not. But it's, mm. but it's not No, like they that. ain't mentioned no, nobody no. else. They ain't saying nothing about no, Philly. No, no, Y'all no. bothering me about New York by no, 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 I, I had the best times of my life in New York. Hello. New York would never be the same before the towels fell. If you wasn't running around New York when the towels was up, New York was a whole different world of love and, and just everybody wanted to re really win, change the culture. When the towels fell, New York just felt different. My ex-wife was in New York when that happened. So she walked out of New York through the Brooklyn Bridge, Joy. So I've always had a very special connection with New York. I, my, I had a girl stayed in Brooklyn, and I just, hey man, what you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So my connect, you you gotta understand, Coltrane was the first one to bring me to New York mm. and take me to uh, to Esco and put me in magazines. Mm. Say, Gip, you fresh. Uh, the 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 two brothers that own Frank One Fifty One, Steve, and his brother Mike. They would, we were the first to be throwing parties in the meatpacking district at Frank's Steakhouse. That's when I first met Mr. Kanye West. Mm. That's what, I met a lot of these people before they was even somebody. So for me personally, I'm understanding and understanding the system. I'm understanding the system of them, not, not the people, the city of New York, the hip hop community of New York. I'm talking about the suits, man. Them <laughs> people that I be like, bruh, I ain't even never meet your kind I got in the rap music. You want me to respect something about you, but you'll sit here and tell me I'm going to make you a star all day. Motherfucker, this ain't even your money. Mm, and I am a star. This ain't even your money, though. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to goddamn buy my soul. Trying to and you trying to do me like the rabbit with the look at the thing in front of my. This ain't even your motherfucking money. See, that's my problem with them peoples up there. They sit down and treat you like you ain't shit. And they spending somebody else's money. And they spending somebody else's money. That's a good point. You see what I'm saying? That's but we in we in we in turn a dirt hill into a goddamn stone mountain. But you telling me if I'm my value in something that I created for myself. But see, you got put in that seat. <laughs> and call them names. You see what I'm saying? You people made, he man made. That's all I'm mm. saying. So when these people walk around and act, you see them. One minute, they were this artist. Next minute, they were that artist. Motherfuckers don't care about neither one of them. So until, until we as artists start talking to each other, say, hey, man, you know he capped. <laughs> it's the face he makes with the cap. You know that cap over there, man. Don't believe yeah. that cap. That shit look good. But that's that cap. You know what I mean? Until we start telling the truth with each other, then why do you need to call your biggest artist in here to sucker me into signing some junk? Now you using somebody that I look up to as an artist to sign away my life. Now we ain't gonna be honest with each other like that, then shit, we all taking each other to the slaughter. Because my thing be this, why everybody don't want to play when everybody learn the rules? It seems like the game changed once we learn the rules. Yeah. Yes. Now tell me this, tell what gave the power of a group of people 
to walk into a room and change the whole way we make records and how we get paid. Why? Because they say, I don't want another 50 Cent. I don't want another Jay-Z. I don't want another goddamn Eminem. We're going to change these goddamn rules, okay? But who gave y'all the power to do that? Now, check this out. 20 years later, I wasn't even supposed to be in the game no more. Now, my contracts that I signed ain't got nothing to do with the payments that you and turned into a whole mm. different streaming system. Now, yeah. God damn it, now who gonna pay me for the way you told me I was gonna get paid mm. when I first signed That's the contracts? Mm -hmm. Okay? That means that mean you ain't did nothing but, but turned a penny into one-fourth. What the fuck is a one-fourth of a penny? So there it is again, ladies and gentlemen. Every time we start creating wealth for ourselves and start understanding the game we playing, somebody walks in that don't look like us into a room and tells a two, three other black execs, this is what we about to do. We gonna rob the shit out of them. Well, they know. I swear to God. <laughs> well, they know what's going on. We I think out that's the exactly door. what they say. And then as soon as as soon as they figure out what we're doing, we selling the company. We out of here. Yep. Fuck <laughs> he belonged to Buddy though. That's it. Come on, no, man, don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. I just understand y'all game, and I'm not up for sale. I don't care how long you don't fuck with me. I ain't never did a publishing deal. Oh. Goody Mom on everything we ever recorded. I know, that's right. But then you can sit around everybody talking about they love you. Why <laughs> Why them folk all own all y'all publishing deal and they love you? <laughs> <laughs> Say that. Ha 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 person don't write nothing, don't do no beats, got all the publishing. Nasty. Boy Say came that. came through and got there, hit you with that buddy card, didn't he? Mm -hmm. What's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see. Oh, now all these artists from the 90 running around telling me I ain't got no publishing, no money for my kid. Where your folk at? Your folk did that to you, didn't he? And then and then he he bought your publishing with somebody else's money. Hold up. Zaga. Zaga. <laughs> I want to just piggyback off the, um, the first time I seen where he's speaking on and piggyback about the system and it being rigged or how artists can be compromised. As a fan, two things that stood out in my eyes was Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt. He had his whole set, everything. I was sold. Mm -hmm. Next album, Compromise, Shiny Suits. Videos looking like Puffy. I'm like, okay, the system got to him. Next time I seen him with Nas, Super, Gully, Illmatic, everything. What happened? Get him on a track with Genuine. Like how you said, he got to play the game. Mm -hmm. Genuine, you owe me. That that wasn't Nas, mm -hmm. but somebody from the system said, right. this is what you got to do. You got to do. And I never seen this man compromise his integrity and artistry for the system. And then for all y'all that you know, you know, a lot of people were like, hey man, get, man, you're a washed up ass rapper, man, you just talking shit. <laughs> I said, well, look here, man. They'll pull it out then, Jack. Everything me and my crew touched for the first five albums, platinum. Yeah. I was on the first platinum Lil John album. I was on the first platinum uh uh Triple C Mafia album, first platinum UGK album, then left here. Went and got with, with with Nelly. We sold gold. Then we did sweatsuit eight million. Then we did grill. That did nine million. Then I left there, jumped on Outcast twenty ten. That did diamond. What y'all talking about? Watched up rapper it. I don't know what you're talking about. I go to the mailbox. <laughs> 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 I 
shit. I go to the mailbox, Jack. So, you know, you might not see Gip all the time, but Gip did his already and owned everything I ever did. Jack, I'm not a sucker. You know what I mean? And man, hey, man, we got offered our first publishing deal after sale therapy. CeeLo was so mad at me. He said, God damn it, big brother. God damn it. And we got up in there, them folks said 250000 I said, shit, that ain't number. And they said, yeah, why you say that? I said, because we recorded our first album in Curtis Mayfield House. And he told me, he said, Gip, don't you sell that publishing till you ready to walk away. And I kept that with him. And after that, he said, Gip, go in my closet and get anything you want to wear. I went in there and got a sweatsuit. And that's the sweatsuit I wore on that first album cover. So that's Curtis Mayfield's sweatsuit I got on. So I've been protected by the guards and been told by the guards how to do things. So I've been pissing off my rap counterparts and executives for a long time because I ain't never gave a fuck. No, Gene Khan, my auntie, buddy, she had a gold record in the 70s. You wasn't even in the game. Why I'm going to listen to you before I listen to her? I can call her right now. She's still on tour again, money. So for those, hey, how did I survive? Because I was brought in by a leader from Washington High School, graduated with Gladys Knight. They moved to Philadelphia, Philadelphia International. Yeah. The, 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 the music go real deep with you. Man, Stevie Wonder did that lady house. That's the first thing I knew. I knew that man could goddamn see. Oh. Yeah, he could goddamn oh. grab her on like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said, boy, that man naked see, man. You bullshit, shout <laughs> I, I bet he can. There's a lot of people been saying that Stevie Wonder, they said he can hey. see. So you, oh, you say a lot of controversially things, right? So one of the things that had us all in this office arguing earlier was, you had said something about Tupac, um, something like if... Tupac was alive, Jay-Z and Beyonce wouldn't be together. Okay, let me say that. I, hey, no no disrespect to the two. I love Beyonce. I love Jay-Z. I'm just saying that. I knew Tupac Shakur. God damn it. And I'm telling you, Tupac Shakur, when he rocked this world, he'll pull up to your house with your boyfriend in there. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, wow. Ass rising. Ass who? Ass Andre Ryan. Oh, tell me that story. I never heard that story. Ask Andre Rising. He put, he, it, it, before oh. the fire, hey, bro, he was in the house. Limousine pull up. Don't kick over and bloop. <laughs> bloop. He ain't see nothing. Who that? Tupac, where she going? Lisa, get in the car, drove right on up the Stop street. Stop it. Huh? He was that type of dude. Hey, man, Janet Jesse, boy, she, boy, he was all over on that set back, back then. In her <laughs> face, what's happening? Ah, oh, baby, what's happening? Hey, oh, Collada. Hey, bro. Collada John. Come on, vote. Wasn't she somebody else, man, when he met her? Yeah. Okay. Let's go on down to Faith. Now, look, I get to LA. Pop called me, he said, Get back. Uh, come over here to the studio. I got some shit to let you hear, Gil. I said, I'll be over there in a minute, Pop. Let me get these nigga ready. I walk in the room. We at Death Row Studio. I walk in the room, pocket in the motherfucking booth, rapping. With a goddamn glass of Hennessy and a cigarette. A Newport nigga rapping, flawless. Hey man, y'all niggas sit down and check it out. And I look, I say, damn, what you doing here, left eye? <laughs> 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 what 
What you doing, Z? Shit, I'm kicking it with Pop. Then I look over here. Damn, that your hit girlfriend. She's standing in the corner with a full mint, a full length mink on. Who? With the bodyguard. Pot girlfriend at the time. Okay. But Lisa just came in. She he was like, but go, go, go stand in the corner. Yeah, Lisa here. So just imagine me walking out. He's sitting down. Like, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Where the eight ball at? Him and Lisa pull out eight balls. They, they got tall cans of old E before he played the song. He said, I got, got something to let you hear, cuz. I said, what? He hit the book. It was hit him up. Mm. I left the studio. I'm sitting up there like What? I'm sitting there like this. He I'm played like, you, pin him up? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. What was his reaction? What was that his was reaction? Right. This is the first time anybody. I'm saying, okay, so I did. Hold on, you got you got to pay the attention. Hold on. So you in the room? He pressed play. You hit. Is, when you hear the song, what's happening? Nigga, my mouth fall to the floor. I'm just like, fuck you in the fuck you boy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> hey, hey, look here, look here. Now, 20 years later, now, and who been running around? I ain't did nothing. I ain't did nothing. Now the other day. I looked at corrupt death row, but yeah, you know that girl came around here. You know light skin came through here, Gil. Gil, you know light skin came through here. Hey, boy. I love Gil. Hey, hey, Drew Down was in the room when she came in there. Hold up. Drew Down was a pimp. Pimping. Uh-uh. Pimping was in there. He seen it. Oh, Faith came through there. Yeah. So what does that tell you? 25 years later, was he lying? He wasn't ever lying. When it came to them brawls, he ain't lying. Now, I only said that because I knew the character he was. He wanted the biggest and best. When Janet Jackson was it, I want to be with Janet Jackson. And she it, I want to be with her. Pop would have came to New York. Well, whoever was the baddest. Now, Beyonce used to be right over there inside the sound, folks, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia. Yeah. We, we know Beyonce. Look, look, partner, Beyonce is just one of many in the South. I had many Beyonce. Mm. Huh? That's that's a that's a normal Southern girl. Yeah. Alabama. That Beyonce. Texas. Beyonce. Louisiana. Well, well I will say Beyonce, Beyonce is saying, the, that's Beyonce the the physical the, the, the figure the, fig, the, fig, the figure yes, yes, Beyonce just, the artist is yes, rare yes, and like rare un- yeah, yes, yes rare right. but yeah. I'm just saying just the girl is yeah, 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 yeah. she, like. she de- she definitely is a southern around the way girl like right. beautiful southern you know what around the way girl. so I'm southern saying oh, with all due respect you know like she is the the queen you know what I mean but I'm saying like I know this man this man was like he had no fear and at that time hey bro it wasn't no girl it wasn't no way you he walk in the room, your bitch gonna look. I guess I gonna that's all I'm gonna say. You just I gotta agree. have that kind of heart. So I said, when he came in, when we would we would go to Nikki's and Magic City, hey man, make the pimps mad, man. The girls over there trying to be with him, not trying to get no money. He <laughs> made the pimps mad. <laughs> I'm just saying, we got kicked out of Nikki's, man. It's is you can see it. When he got kicked out of Nikki's, he hanging out of the beans like fuck them people. Yeah, me, him, DOC, MC Breed. Yeah, we together. Oh, wow. So you got to understand, Gibby walked with the man. I knew what kind of man he was. He didn't have to have no money for nothing. When he walked in the room, hey, baby, the girl was like, whoo, there go Tupac. 
<laughs> and you just had to be strong enough to handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it wasn't no disrespect. I was just saying that he was that kind of guy. He wanted, just like Jay would want, he wanted to be, you know, I yeah, got the exactly. bad chick in the game. That's that's how he was. I get, I get what you're saying now. So that's basically, you're saying, no Jay Z, Pac was a bigger star. So if he wanted Beyonce, he went out to Janet Jason. Yeah. So what was Beyonce? Beyonce wasn't even beat, the beat in, you know yeah. what I mean? So I'm just saying, I get what you're saying that now. was his thing. Like, well, when I get to Atlanta, like that left eye, boy, who she go with, girl? Under rise. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm gonna goddamn strut for her, see if she got damn look. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? And that's how, that's the kind of town you gotta look. That the town. That's the kind of town Atlanta always been. We've been on some player shit. First time I seen Deion Sanders standing up in Magic City with a red punch on. All the gold on like a Miami D boy with a curl with a big old phone. Hey man, that was Atlanta, man. That was like Atlanta and Miami culture is damn near married at the hill. And Oakland. I was I give I put Oakland. You know what I mean? Too. Like if you get there so a country fly nigga, man, a girl like that. Hey man, what's happening? You know, you're gonna pay some bills and and come home at I, night. I will say that. I guess <laughs> what that will say is I met Jay-Z a couple times. He that is the coolest human being I've ever met in my life. I never met Tupac. Jay-Z is the coolest black man I, I ever met. So I, I just, I, I understand where you're coming from, but Jay, Jay It was that just nigga. the movies. Yo, you... this nigga said, this nigga, had, I was listening to this nigga in the gym today. I was listening to Dead President. This nigga said the illest line, I think, in rap history. Let me hear. That nigga said, you ain't gonna like it, by the way. So <laughs> <laughs> Get that Yo, out the way now. Yo, Don Vito, that nigga said, this is 1995. That nigga said, I'm still spending money from 88. My God. It's like, when you think about it, it's like, it's in 95. He said he's still spending money from the 80s. That mm-hmm. nigga, he was, I think he was the nigga and he had a plan. And the best way to do it, I always say, because everybody do the Jay-Z versus Tupac comparison. I always say, they both no, they're had- totally different. Hit me out. I, this is my third. They, they both was full cups of water. Yes. And their career was a seed. And I just think that while Jay-Z slowly poured. Yes. And watch his shit grow, yes. Tupac, yeah. He was yeah. kind of like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but while I'm here, I'm going to fucking live my life. Yeah. It's five years. Five years. He did those movies, those albums, those films, that personal life, those, that drama, that court cases was all within the span of five years. And all I'm, and, <laughs> and, and then on top of that, dude still dropping some music this month. Like... <laughs> Like, 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 bro, when you, I, I just be like, well, you know, if a nigga can die and still got some music t- 20 years later, goddamn, God he got to be in the top one to one, goddamn. I don't know nobody that been gone 25 years and still got some new music. So that lets you know that he recorded every fucking minute of the day. Yeah. And that was extraordinary. If you look at him, he set the game. I, or what the game became. I gotta ask you, I gotta ask Gip a question. I need this from Gip. What's I up? need your top five rappers. Help all time. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna give you, you my top one. five rappers. All time. No. From one from you go to five to one or one to five. It don't matter. Okay. By one of them in order. Okay. No, okay. no, I just gotta get this. Okay. I don't want them in no particular order. I'm okay, just give me a five then. And this is gonna be on. Material based on that. Okay. Pop. Andre 3000. 
Jay-Z, uh, Dr. Dre, reason because of the material. I got you. Nobody's beating him on material. Got you. Ice Cube. Mm. I'm just, I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I'm happy that Jay-Z is in your top five. Me too, I was like, Because I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Yeah, my, like JJ, he, number one on my I'm list. Tra- I'm tra- I, it's, it's not. It's yeah. never. Per- I'm. I'm. Jay's so goddamn technical and so fly at what he do. Nobody can take that away from him. I'm. I'm all about the artist. So it's like, man. That's why I said you have mastered your lane. Mm. You know what I mean. Now the next man, Cube. I have wrote for NWA. I have wrote for so many. I have wrote for Easy E. I have been through decades of this shit. You got to get at the cube. Mm. Dr. Dre, nobody beats Dr. Dre as far as production. He can he he's the only rap producer that can sit down and go against Teddy Riley. He's mm. been in the game that long. So don't even play with the production shit. That's Dr. Dre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So when you go to that, 3,000, because he's the only rapper that I've ever seen transcend from a street rapper to a fucking rock star. Okay? All right, and the fifth for me, you know, Pac. Pac is just that he had everything. He had TV, he had movies, and he understood the the magnitude of being a star. Every minute of the day, he understood what a star was. And I think everybody that I named, they kind of had to grow into that. But Pac coming from New York, having that, extra shit all the time, spoke well, and that he had went to school for acting. I gave him a little more, a little more advantage over the average street rapper that hadn't been kind of educated I, like him. I'm sorry, I gotta do this. I just gotta do this, because you, you made me think of something else. Now I got another question, top five for you. Give me your top five stars in rap. Because I think that okay, you just let gave me, me get, let me give you stars. Uh, okay, let's go stars. Puff, 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 star, Nelly, a motherfucking star. Yes. Um, Fifty, Ooh. a motherfucking star. That's a star. He's a motherfucking star. He's a juggernaut when it comes to the shit he does. Um, LL Cool J. That nigga LL is a nigga, bro. We don't get that nigga enough props, bro. LL like Cool J. Oh man. my God. LL Cool J. And the last, you can't leave him out. Eminem. Wow. Now I could take Eminem being a star. I'm, because I, because, because his, he represents his culture. So his culture, his city, and everything about it. And me, that I was friends with his best friend, Proof, and I was with him the second night. The night before he got killed, you know, like I understood why Proof was was his dog. You know what I mean? He was a real one. He was a that's that's that that was the fire. James, I got. I'm I'm sorry, I got to do this. I got to ask you. Then I'm gonna do you. Get ready. Give me a top five rappers, and then give me a top five rap stars. Five rappers. Mm. I asked him about R and B. Nah, nah, I know what your rap shit too. Okay, man. Look at that nigga sneakers. Look at that nigga sneakers. That nigga no rap. That nigga sneakers. <laughs> Them rap sneakers. <laughs> um, man, man, he, he got some sneakers on. Come on, man. 
Um, you should have been backing me up on some. Nah, man. I had a New Yorker sitting next to me. I couldn't do it, baby. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Been here too long. 50. I got to put 50. So this is top five rappers. Top five rappers. Okay. 50. Got to put 50. Yay. Got to put yay. Um, <laughs> he done lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at all, man. Uh, Fifty, yay. Um, you know what? I'm gonna take it back. I gotta do uh, ecstasy from Houdini. Wow, haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Ian. Yeah. Shout out to Ian Birkenhouse. Everybody, get up for Ian Birkenhouse. We gotta celebrate Ian. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get him on the show. Come get him. Set that up. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Uh, man, fifty yay x um, DMX. Of course. Um, and I gotta put uh, Jay Z. That's four. That's four. Fifty. That's five. That's five. Who's your fifth? Who's your five? I got. I got fifty. I got yay. I got oh, Houdini. X. XC for Houdini. Yeah. Yep. At DMX and then DMX, okay, cool. And, and then, then Jay Z. Now, who are your top um, five rap stars? Stars. Mm. I like this one. Rap stars. Yeah, that's different. Uh, I gotta put Pac in there. Pac, of course, star. Um, I still think Ye is a, is a rock star. Um, hmm. that's a tough one, man. Fifty, got absolutely a star. That's cool. Fifty. Um, I say Biggie too. Biggie was a star. Yeah, Biggie, Biggie was Biggie. a star. Biggie was a star. New face. Top five rappers. Top five. My top five rappers. I'm putting Cube, Scarface, Nas, Tip, and Eminem. He has a list. Mm. This man oh, he came was ready. ready. You hear he me? Was ready. You hear me? He was ready. He was right. I got Cube, Ice Cube, Scarface, Nas, Tip, and Eminem. Mm. My stars, um, I'm going Pac, Yay, 50, Puff, and honorable mention of Future. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Puff, 50, Yay, Tupac, Future. And then I was saying Cardi B. Thank you. Somebody mentioned a female. Okay. I was waiting for y'all to do right. a female right. here. Because right. when I'm thinking about separating them from star, which y'all keep You want to give your top five to me? Um, no, I don't. I, I, do I know you don't me. like to have that part. Um, but what I was going to say is that, like, I'm thinking about, like, who could sell out stadiums, mm -hmm. who has a crazy fan base, right. and who can, like, make people cry upon meeting them. Like, that, because that, to me, was Michael Jackson's biggest thing. Like, people yeah. would faint yeah, when yeah, they just... The, he stood on stage for like 10 minutes, didn't say yeah. nothing. People just would scream yeah, the whole time. So that's a star to me. Yeah. So that's what I was putting as the pillar in my head when I was thinking about this. But. I should have said Mike too. I, I'm going to do, do my top five rappers and superstars. My, my top five changes, I ain't going to lie. It's hard to start. I'm going to say top five rapper right is, now. no, it's easy. Number one is Jay. Number two is Jay. Number three is Drake. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Wayne, and I'm gonna say, fuck it, I'm gonna say Jadakiss. Rap. Jadakiss is a fucking monster yes. rapper. That nigga yes. is ill. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Top five rap stars. Too. This one is kind of hard, but I'm gonna spitball and see what I come up with. Um, LL Cool J. I think LL Cool J is rap's first superstar. Right. If you, if you are a rapper watching this, go look at LL Cool J I'm Bad video. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. 
you ain't never seen a nigga hungrier that shine more than that yeah, nigga. Yeah. That nigga. So I would say LL Cool J. I'm gonna say Yay. I'm gonna say Wayne. Um, I'm thinking superstar. Uh, I'm just thinking super superstar. I kind of want to say, for right now, no, I'm gonna say Kendrick. Oh, mm. okay. The interest in him is, a, is, a, is incredible, and I'm gonna say the fifth one, Andre three thousand, superstar, rap superstar. Hey, nigga, ain't nobody. What? What? Who you gonna say? Nah, Snoop. Snoop. Snoop was more of a. Snoop wasn't to me. A superstar. He's 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 big, but I'm he's talking about name, rap sure. to me. Like 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 rap to me is about like everybody I named. I think at some point in time, the entire business emulated them. Right. Like that's what I was going for. I was going for like who shined the brightest. Like like LL Cool J is the kid. Yeah, he's the one. Kendrick, dog. I don't give a fuck what you say. Kendrick performed at the Super Bowl with Dre, Eminem, Snoop. Yeah. Mary, that was big. nobody captivated the audience like Kendrick. It was like, this yeah. nigga had choreography and shit. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> like, dicky suits. Like, he's, dog, we was at the Grammys. If you And I think, to me, superstars to me is someone who is going to be themselves no matter what. And if you was at the Grammys, I was there. Kendrick came up I'm talking about, that was so like a regular-ass nigga. Like, he doesn't allow the moment to control him. Right. He is the moment. And to me, that's what I think. When I, like, Lil Wayne don't give a fuck if it's 100,000 people in the audience or one. Yeah. He gonna be Wayne. That's how I'm looking at a superstar. I'm, I'm looking at, like, I, Snoop's music drove him to me. But Wayne was just, like, to me, mind you, I might change my opinion tomorrow, rightfully so. I'm the host, so I can change my opinion. <laughs> but I mean, like, because I know it's gonna be somebody that's gonna hit me and be like, you forgot such and yes. such. But I'm really thinking about, like, LL Cool J was the nigga that made Oh, that nigga is incredible. He was incredible. I just think the only thing that hurt him is he lasted. Like, because sometimes when you last, people get a chance to see you yep. be human. But I'm talking about, hey, nigga, when that nigga come out with I'm Bad, first love song in hip-hop history, LL, <laughs> I mean, I need love. When that nigga come out like, nigga, that nigga, and dog, watch I'm Bad video for anybody that want to rap. This nigga was like, it was like five niggas in the video, bro. It was like, he was five people kissing the girl, Dapping this man, hitting the DJ, jumping up and down. <laughs> nigga, crush you like a jelly bean. That nigga was like, <laughs> like, that nigga believe that shit. That was like, nigga, you are a motherfucking star, nigga. Like, who the fuck made you, nigga? Like, Kango hat, that nigga is still, he, he is that. Like, wow. pay attention. So, all right, cool. No, so I want to play Put Your Money Where Your Mouth I'm about to say, we're gonna oh. get to, so we're going to get to Put Your Money Where Your Mouth is. Gip agreed to play. James great. agreed to play. We're going to let New Face off because he played already. He's actually the only person in history that played the show that answered every question. He didn't get a kid's nothing. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> new face said, new face said, fuck them kids. I'm about to ask him I got them questions. He said he was going to stand on <laughs> New face that. said, fuck them. New, new face stood on it. I was like, I'm going to get him with this one. No, them kids are not getting nothing yep. of my money. going to feed my kids. <laughs> so, so the concept of the show is we're going to give you three artists. You're going to have to sign, drop, sign one, drop one, develop one. You pick the criteria. Obviously, Gippy have yours. James, you have yours. And if you don't want to answer, 
Dre, raise your hand. That guy right there runs a nonprofit that supports producers and songwriters and creatives. And we just donate $20 for every time you don't want to answer to the nonprofit. You write the money off. It's on TV. By the way, no one loses. This is not like those other shows where they make you smoke and drink and do coke and all the other good shit. And then you be leaving fucked up. We're trying to do a little something positive for the kids. By the way, I love those other shows. But that, no, hear me out. I love those other shows. By the way, when Gibbs start telling the story about. Pocking uh, left eye and the eight ball. I was like, is he about yeah, to tell him there's a coke table. story? Is he about to tell him there's a coke story? Two pockets left eye was on coke? And I was like, no, eight ball. I was like, oh, okay. I'm about to say, like, nigga. I was like, hold on, it was on coke. one. It was coke in the room. Glorious cocaine. It was glorious cocaine in the room. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Exactly. That's the key word. So, so yeah, so, so basically, we're going to give you guys some, uh, some artists. You guys get to sign one, drop one. Develop one. And if you don't want to answer, just donate 20 to the kids. It's a win-win. So we're going to go first. Uh, let me look at the list. We be having lists all over the place. I got like eight lists. But let me go. Let me give you one that I think is good, Gip, because I'm... Mm. Okay, this is a good one. Hard Boys, Ghetto Mafia, 8-Baller, MJG. You r and <laughs> I'm going to give you some R&B one. Okay, I'm going to okay. I'm going to give this oh, a Gip question. Okay. We gonna sign a ball MJG. Coming now. Um, hard boys. Oh man, hard boys. Nah, this this Coolie C. We need Coolie C to give us that. Coolie C gave us this one too. <laughs> he like, set, oh, he set you like, up, nigga. Oh boy, I had to read that one. Like, uh, I guess the kids get some money. Huh? Twenty dollars for the kids. Yeah. Twenty dollars for the kids. <laughs> Hold on, James, R&B singer. I'm about to go to you. Okay. All right. R&B singer. Usher, Chris Brown, R. Kelly. Mm. Mm. Uh, you got platinum. Signing singing. Chris. Okay, we signing Chris. Signing Chris. Hmm. I'm. I. I gotta. I gotta go with developing. Um, give me that last two again. R. Kelly, who? R. Kelly, Usher. 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 I develop Usher. R. Kelly's out of there. Yeah, yeah. He's right. dropping oh. Kells. He got skills. So you're not gonna own a nation? Nah. nah. All right, cool. I got, a, I got another one. This is a good one for. Oh, I can't ask this one, man. What? I'm gonna ask this one. This for Gip. N.W.A. <laughs> it's gonna be easy, but I'm gonna set you up. N.W.A. Outcast, Public Enemy. Get them cheers some money. Put it out for the kids. Put it out for the kids. Y'all making it easy. Put it out for the kids. James, we got you going. We got you. Hold on, James. James, James, we got you. You ready? Okay. All right. Monica, Brandy, Keisha Cole. That's a good one. That's a good one. The kids got some money. Sixty dollars for the kids. Dre, the Dre, the kids got money. <laughs> we might have to raise the amount because they 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 yeah. choosing this twenty nah. a little too easy over nah, here. It's, like it's, it's, it's good for the kids, man. The kids want the kids to win, man. All right, cool. I got another one. This for you, Gip. Snoop Dogg, Nipsey, Kendrick. Nipsey, Snoop Kendrick. Okay, okay. Kendrick first. We're gonna sign Kendrick. It's incredible. Okay. Gotta go with Snoop. Develop. Yeah. 
you got to go with Snoop because at the end of the day, we know that Snoop can act and he a, he a triple threat. So we didn't we didn't really get to know and and learn nip enough. enough. Got gotcha. you. No. So yeah, man. Okay. Kendrick and Snoop. All right. So. <laughs> Destiny's Child Escape TLC. Man, I don't got to answer that one. I can't wait to play this game with Ian, by the way. Ian, I can't wait to play this game with you. I'm going to have Cooley C every show. He's going to have to write the list. Um, this is Cooley C, by the way. This is not me, guys. This is Cooley C. I'm signing TLC. I'm signing TLC. You said escape and who else? Destiny Child. Destiny Child. Destiny It don't matter. You're right. Destiny Child. Right, right. That's the leading factor. Um, I'm I'm developing Destiny's Child. We dropping Escape. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna drop Escape, and I love. You Escape. have to say it. You have to I say it. I love Escape. I do. Gotta finish it. Gotta finish it. We just seen Candy. I love you, Candy. <laughs> I love you, Candy. Oh yeah. Gip, Gip, Young Jeezy, Future, Lil Baby. I'm gonna get the kids. Hey, yeah, yeah, the kids, Dre. Dre, the kids are gonna eat. We need to send a video to Gip saying the kids eat Chick fil A, letting Gip see the kids got the food. We gotta feed the food. We gotta feed the kids, Dre. Damn. Hold on. I'm, you ready? I'm ready. You ready okay, for you? Go, I'm ready go. for you, James. Let's go. All right, cool. I'm gonna give you, hold on. Summer Walker, her, scissor. And you wanna do songs all three? I know you do, so you. <laughs> I would donate money to the kids. I would donate money. <laughs> That's a, that's, um, a, that's a great one. That's, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. The kids got The kids are winning again, guys. The kids win. Great, yeah. them kids are gonna. Do not the get them kids hibachi food because you're getting money. They got a good day for you. We're gonna give them some, we're gonna feed them some regular stuff. All right, I, all right, I'm on. This is for you, Gip. All right, I'm gonna give you this Tupac, Biggie, DMX. <laughs> in 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 that sense, um, you got to go with DMX and Pop. Still, no, you just got to get the kids some money. <laughs> 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 At the end of the day, you just got to get the kids some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you try. You, try. Like, you, try. you know what? <laughs> Kids are really hungry. We're gonna get the kids some money, man. That's why we're All right, cool. All right, cool. We got a couple more, then we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna a couple more. I want this is more fun. Ooh, I got one for you. Okay. This is I got two more for you, two more for you. All right. This no, this is gonna be a good one. Silk, Jodeci, H Town. Mm. Shout out to Silk, because I work for Silk. Mm. Uh, I'm biased. I'm I'm I, and I'm not being biased on this. I would sign Silk. I would. I would sign Silk. Ian Burke's face. <laughs> I would sign Silk. Uh, H-Town and who? And Joe Desi. Joe Desi. Joe Desi. I would, I would definitely develop Joe Desi. So we send an H-Town, H-Town home. H-Town's out of here. Yeah, H-Town is out. <laughs> All right, Gip, two more for you. This this one more. All right, cool. I'm going to give you some Atlanta love. Raheem the Dream, Kilo, DJ Kizzy Rock. Mm. 
I'm a fan of Raheem. Raheem. You scared. You scared. Yeah, see, Raheem, because Raheem was the first one to take that base in Atlanta and make it a business. Mm. So I'm going to take Raheem, and I'm going to develop Kilo. I love Kids of Rock, because he's going to be over there grushing and sharing yeah. showcase. So we'll get to him later. <laughs> yeah, Shawty, yeah! We're going to get Kids right. going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> he dropping Kids Rock. Hold on. Hey, Sharon Showcase. We ain't drop him. He went to Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> James, it's your last one. Okay. You ready? What's up? All right. The Dream, Trey Songs, Neo. That's a good one. That's a real good one. I, I can't. That, the kids got it. The kids yeah. win again. That's 140 yeah. more estimation. That's 140 estimation. Dre, you're going to love this. Make sure you send them the paperwork to let them know it's a real nonprofit and we're not taking the money and you're not taking it to Magic City tonight. We need them to see the articles that it's a real nonprofit. We're going to put the nonprofit under there and he's going to present it. All right, cool, cool. Hold on. Uh, Yip, this is your last one. Jay-Z, Kanye West, Drake. I take all of them. Yep. I sign all of them. So does that mean that the kids... The kids win again! The kids win again! The kids I take all of them. I so, take all so, of them. So before we get to credit check, I want to talk about the, the, the EP that you guys dropped yeah. and how you guys came together because it's a really interesting story. So I want you to just give us uh, the EP, the drop on the EP. That's what we need. The um, project. Really, it all started... Uh, I was in a session one night with Corrupt, and at the time we were working on a couple of different records. Uh, Corrupt was living in Atlanta, and my studio was the studio he was recording at. And uh, we were Real working flex. on this record called Top of the World. Real flex, you had a little flex. I love that. Sprinkled in his man. And, this um, man got Grammys. He ain't he ain't no newbie. Nah, nah, Let's get it. We ain't newbie over here. Okay. <laughs> um, but we were working on this record called Top of the World that Corrupt was working on. He wanted me to do the hook. So we did the hook. He recorded his verse. So after he got out the booth, he said, look, James, what you think about putting Big Yip on this? I said, hmm, different. Like, his tone, I would love to see what his tone would sound like on something like that. So he was like, all right, I'm going to call him. So he called him. Yip came through about 30 minutes later. He walked in, and he wrote his verse right on the spot. So he went in and did his verse, and this is all three of us on the record. So... Two days later, Corrupt called me and called him saying, hey, I'm going back to Vegas. It's too cold. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, bro, like you just you just going to hop just like that? But all right. So we ain't heard from Corrupt in months after oh, that. Wow. So I'm like, well, we can't let this go to waste. So I said, Gip, look, let's, let's just make a catalog of records and, mm. and see what we could do. So that turned into us doing another record called Night Drive with a... Uh, John William Flautis. And, um, you know, the record did well. Then we did another record called TikTok, me and Gip, uh, which uh, got nominated for a Grammy. Mm. And we just kept it moving. So, you know, by us just having a good working relationship, we said, look, man, let's just do a whole project. So that's what birthed the new EP. But what really gelled it was, you just wanted to make something that felt good, that was organic. We ain't chasing nothing. We ain't chasing nobody's sound. Like, we like, look, we just got concepts. Let's work on it. Mm. And then that was it. So I got to ask you a question. Are you James Worthy's son? Or you just got the same name? I'm just curious. That's my birth name. 
Okay. Mama gave me that name. You guys don't know Jay Hook. He's a very famous battle. I remember when I first saw the prize, I was like, Gip got a project with Jay. The nigga rapping. Oh, shit. He played one with me. He went in 2K. So I had to look at it. I was like, oh, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. So the, so, the, so the EP is called? Gip and Worthy. Gip See, and Worthy. It's like a basketball some play. Play like some Jordan shit. Yeah. Play shit. It's called Player Music. You know? Mm. And we just dropped it. And from what I know, this is the first time Gip actually had a chance to talk directly to the women. Yeah, yeah cause I, that's been a conversation that I've stayed away from the whole my whole career, simply because you know having such, you know, intricate uh, uh, women in our life early, you know, it was kind of kind of hard to talk about. Our, you know, the dungeon got a a, a real special. Uh, a rare baby mama, so you know, yes, y'all you know, do. so you know, <laughs> yes, we really couldn't talk about. Said an array of <laughs> We couldn't really talk about our kind of relationship. I couldn't talk about relationships like that, you know what I mean? So now that I'm free and I met this man, and I was like, man, like he gave me another angle. He he freed me as an artist. Like at this age, I mean, why am I talking tough to any other man when I could just talk to these women about what we could do together? And that's mm. what I really got out of doing this project. Well, like, you know, girls always want to know what Gip and how 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 I function with women, you know. So James, I just he gave me the the he gave me the vehicle to be able to tell women how I really do it. They've been wondering for a long time, and it's still strong. You still still stone mound around there, you know. What <laughs> I mean? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? We just, try, we just try and let them know, man. You know, we still playing the game. You know, it's just all about they want to get in the car. If, you know? I, so I, was, I would say if, 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 if women want to hear real men, yeah. I would say that. Yeah, that, that, I, would, I, that. I want them to go and get this music, man. We, got, we put five, you know, Jane called it a 5P hot. You know what I mean? We put this out. It's already doing very, very well. It's doing better numbers than I've seen in a long time. You know, where we at now, bro? Look, we're going to be at the million in a minute. Mm. You know Love what I mean? That. We hit top 10 on the chart the day of. Mm. It dropped. Well, that's Gipping Worthy. Yeah. Um, I want. By the way, I want everybody to support because we need balance. And we need honesty and we need real. And to me, you guys are the epitome of that. Even if you don't like the real, who cares? But you it's know real. what something else too is with this project, I wanted to introduce, not even really introduce, but just remind people of the musicality of records. That's what I'm like, saying, like real shit, yeah, like soul like, food. Like, like real production, real writing, like like ownership of it. Like ain't mm. nobody else writing our shit. Like we, we did it, mm. you know what I mean? Like I'm the one, Producing, you know, alongside uh, my partner uh, Ronell Sessoms, amazing musician. Um, I kept it in house for those reasons alone. You want to give them, the, you want to give them raw, uncut, yeah, and, real. And, and and plus too, this is a project that we did in the studio together. It wasn't no sending files back and forth and sending verses back and forth. Like we we both sat in the studio, created records and ideas, mm. and. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't really a thing of we trying to, oh, we gotta we gotta catch one for the radio. Mm. Oh, we gotta we gotta create something because this is hot right now. Like we literally just just made something that felt good with the topics because we talking we talking to, to women. Mm. Right. And I'm like, when I when I told him, look, 
let's use top of the world. At first, we didn't think that was the one. But I kept telling him, I said, nah, man, that, that top of the world is the one. Because not only where it came from, when we initially met, but the meaning of it. What's is, the meaning? Can you give it to us? Basically, it's a metaphoric record because really, his first verse is talking about a relationship. And then the second verse is talking about his relationship with music. Mm. And then the Fire. hook is talking about both mm. at the same time. Uh, maybe Don Vito could work it out, but we could promote it. I, should, I don't know Don, Don Vito. We call that promo. <laughs> a guy we call that um, promoting our friends. <laughs> you know, Don Vito got to figure out how to do it. But I would love to find a link because, to me, yeah, I just it's, like, it's an amazing record, man. I'm I'm really proud of. It. I'm I'm proud of the whole project, but that particular record is is special uh, to to me. I almost feel like Arsenio Hall. I wish I had like a performance. I'm like, he's going to perform it later, you guys. Let's go. You're going to see the song later on at the commercial. <laughs> I just felt like saying that. I just felt like Arsenio Hall at that moment. Like I just wanted to say. After this commercial break. You're going in too, um, because I've been listening to it for the probably past three days. You know what I'm saying? And I was there doing the TikTok, their first song. They spoke about Grammy nominated, like you said. But again, this is a testament to Gift staying on code. Like R&B music today, we know what they're talking about, what they're rapping about, how they misogyny. Throw baby, I want to hit her, but this is really like real player. What R&B sounded like, and what I think it should sound like. Oh, um, thank so, you. I mean, y'all, you, again, he's staying on code. It doesn't <laughs> sound like, you know, he's not trying to stay. They in their own. That's what I love about that they're winning too. It ain't gonna be on the charts, and they, I mean, you know, everybody's not gonna know about it. But when they tap in, you're gonna hear quality. Here, Gibb doing what he do. The sound is there. The production is there. The, the product is there. It's just like Ray saying, man, let's support what we need. The substance, Gibb, soulful, gave you this. So the resume speaks for itself. Absolutely. As always, I'm a fan. Thank you, Queen. Salute, bro. There's a new face. Like, new face. Yeah, I don't know if a new face. Face is the teacher's pet. He said, I listened to it for three days straight. I could mm -hmm. recite every word. Mm -hmm. I'm over here like trying to catch up and shit. He's like, Ray, don't worry about it. I got it. I got I've been you. studying. I've been in the gym. I've been watching. <laughs> I'm working out to the I'm working out to the project tomorrow. I'm telling you now, and I'm gonna post it on my IG so niggas can see it's real. Oh, thank you so much. For sure, Ray. for sure. So before we go, we have this part of the show called Credit Check. Um, where I would love for you guys, both of you guys, to take a minute to give a shout out, credit to someone who, who may be an unsung hero in your career that don't know, you know, and I mean, I like to try to stick to the industry because ideally this person takes this clip and shows people like, this is what I did. You know, this is proof that I've done those things. Um, and we just want you guys to give some credit to some people, man, so they can All leverage right. it. You ready? Go ahead, Gip. Yeah. Gip, uh, by the way, you give 10 names, then you don't uh, have to stop. Uh, just uh, give first, what you want. Hey, uh, First, per I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to start just with my rap career. I'm going to start with Ian Burke. Shout out to Ian Burke. By the way, before you finish, this is the second time Ian Burke has gotten credit on the credit check. Mm -hmm. Ian Burke was the first one to take me to JD House on flat shows when he still stayed in the first house before he moved to the big house. Yeah. <laughs> before he came out with Crisscross. Ian Burke was really like the first person to really start structuring and showing us how to become groups, how to get ready to become, and how how to do better, how to present yourself. He was he was the first. Like I still remember his apartment over on Calmonty Road. Like 
he he uh he always stay in the in the neighborhood and always stay close to T Bar. And, and I'm gonna say something, and I tell, I tell this, I go on record saying this: the first meeting, major meeting I've ever had in the music business was with Ian Burke. That's right. When I came up, they was like, "I'm gonna introduce you to Ian Burke. Y'all got something." Like that was the first time I ever heard his name, and I met with him. And I remember we was at the ASCAP office over there off of um, the Forest, and you came, and you were just so like easy going. So Ian Burke is a legend. We need to we need to celebrate this brother and rally around this brother and make sure he's supported because. He's helped a lot of careers. Yes, he has. And he's he's actually one of the he's actually the inspiration for Credit Check. I told him that, but I'll say it on record. When 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 you think about people like Ian, who has played a hero on so many stories, but maybe didn't get the credit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And people might overlook that because the worst thing for you, somebody like you to do, my brother, is go tell people what you did. I did all these things. You know, like that's cool, but it means way more when someone else says it for you. So yes. I just want to tell you, we celebrate you, and real talk, my nigga, you are a hometown hero, <laughs> and I want you on a God, Don Vito, I want him on a God show, let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's get him on there. So go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, Ray Murray, because that's the person that brought me into music. That's the person that taught me how to rap. That's the person, he's my everything, he's my God. What's that's, his nickname? That's Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> that's Yoda, man, like, so... Um, I guess the third would be my father. Because mm. without him, it, it would be no me. Can I just say something on the top of that? You can always tell the difference between a man that had his father in his life and a man that didn't. Because a man that has his father, no, I'm being honest with you. A man yeah. that has his father doesn't seek approval from anybody. His father gives him the approval. Ice Cube had his dad. You can always tell a man that had his father in his life because he also, doesn't seek approval. Chuck D. Yeah, it's just, it's just a like Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's like it's you don't, like Kobe Bryant had his dad. He don't give a fuck what y'all think. And, and another thing about when you got your father, you you rarely fall a victim to peer pressure. Yeah, like you you can walk away from peer pressure real with confidence when mm. your man, man I ain't fucking with you, man. That old man gonna kill me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just yeah. don't do certain things because you mm -hmm. know what he gonna do. So that's 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 my three. Zane. Um. I gotta give it up to Whitney Houston. Whitney oh, Houston shit. was one of the first people that uh, showed me the industry. Like, this is Whitney Whitney. Like yeah, this is real Whitney Houston. This, was, this, this is not like watching on TV and being inspired. Like this, you knew her. This yeah. is her making sure, cause you like Whitney Houston. I'm like, shit, that's a big one. Then he's like, she, <laughs> right. she showed me. I'm like, hold on, did she show you or did you see it? <laughs> right. And if she shows you, it's like, yo, what? <laughs> nah, man, Whitney Houston was like my auntie, man. Wow. Um, you oh, know, rest, okay. rest in peace. Um, you know, uh, rest in peace, uh, Bobby Christina, Bobby Jr. You know, these all yeah. close people to me. Um, Ecstasy Fletcher from Houdini. One of my huge mentors. Now we understand why you mm -hmm. said, "Yeah, hey, um, that was dope." One of the guys. Um, and I gotta give it up to my mother. My mother was a huge inspiration to me. Give it up for moms, everybody. Give it up for his mom. We gotta celebrate black moms and par and fathers too. Give it up for fathers, all right? We gotta. I'm a father. Don Vito, clap. You a damn father. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> <You can> clap. Nigga, <laughs> 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 just do one clap. <laughs> All right, Tamara, it's on you. All right, so because this is the God Show, which stands for Goats and Underdogs, I got to ask you guys before you get out of here, do you consider yourselves goats or underdogs, and why? 
I said underdog. Why? Um, you already Grammy winning. So but you you realize you said that your first person you gave credit to is right, the greatest singer of all time. I know, I know. Like you was around greatness, <laughs> like man. But you know, I'm only saying that because you know my story's still being written. Sure, you know what I mean. I like that. Um, What's something you gotta accomplish for you to be like, you know what, I'm a goat now. It's not really one thing. It's just you know, I keep going until I feel like I'm finished. And there's so many things that I feel like I have to finish in order for me to feel that way. You know what I mean? But as a creator, we never really stop. So it's to me, it's it's long lasting. You know what I mean? But you know, I never really give myself, uh, you know. Uh, big ups like that. I always let other people do it for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just that's just how I keep my humility. Um, but yeah, you know, if you know, pe- people tell me all the time that you know I'm a goat and all of that. But you know, I always let the the work speak for itself. My brother, yep. Yeah. I earned it. Right, you come on now. Let's talk. You better <laughs> say it. I earned it. And small towns and big cities to around the to around the globe three four times. I earned it. Goat status. It can't, yeah, you can't take this away. I'm telling you, you're a goat. Right. Let's give right. it up for gifts, yeah. right? Yeah. Yo, so, by the way, I just want to tell y'all, I just met you, my brother. Thanks for coming. New Thank face you. showed up. Bro, I love you. You know how I feel about you. And I ain't going to let none of them fuck with you because I know your heart. And I know that whatever you speak, and even as you're talking, people can get wrapped up in whatever they feel like you said, but... What I heard was a man who cares about his people and wants his people to have other influences. That's all. And is willing to take on the game to make those other influences be heard. And I wanted to make sure that this interview wasn't salacious. It wasn't like drama filled. It was more about let Gip speak. Because I love Gip. I know Gip. And nigga, I'm supporting you to the day I go. You will go to me, my brother. Thank my you love. so much. My love. By the way, this is The God Show, and we are out! Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel.